0: Hello, everybody. I'm back. This is Melissa. If you're new here, you should go listen to episode one. If you haven't already, episode one is the introductory episode where I talk about who I am, a little bit of my background, and why I'm doing this podcast. So today, I want to talk about executive dysfunction. I did not know that this was a thing. I'd never heard this term before this past year when I started researching the crap out of all the autism things. Even though my child, my daughter is autistic, I, this, this part makes me kind of mad because it's like, she got her autism diagnosis four years ago. And over that time, like, There's been really no help for us because she's very, I agree that functioning labels are not good. I don't like to use them myself, but from society's angle, their view of autism, she would be quote, high functioning. From an outsider's perspective, I personally get why functioning labels are harmful because I know my daughter She is not high-functioning at all. She can appear to be very high-functioning. And I've actually had people say to me, like, when I've disclosed that she's autistic, people have been like, oh, oh, she doesn't seem autistic or she doesn't look autistic. And I'm like, well, I don't know what that's supposed to seem or look like, but if you want to see her struggles, come live with us for a week. (laughs) Like, I promise. Like, if you don't believe me, Like, so I know firsthand and now from my own experience, um, knowing that someone, how someone presents themselves outwardly, um, is very different from, you know, the, the things that they struggle with in their day-to-day life. Um, so anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. Um, but my point is like, we've tried to get some help with certain aspects of things with my daughter, but Um, literally one place we took her to was like, oh, like she's too, she, she's, they literally said she's too high functioning for this program. She went for a while and they were like, oh no, like she's acing all of this stuff. But it's like, it would have been nice if, There would have been an option for like parent education, like, hey, your daughter just got a diagnosis of autism. Here are things that she might struggle with. Here are terms that you should know. Here are ways that you can help her. But we have not been able to find any resources like that for us, Um, especially nothing that's covered by insurance. Literally, the only thing we've been able to find in our city or surrounding cities is ABA therapy, which we're not willing to do. So, um, and there aren't any like family therapists or therapists in general in our area that know about autism. Like it would be cool if there was a therapist that we could go to as a family and be like, Hey, like, here's the thing. Like, how do we deal with these things as a family? What are the correct ways to approach this? What are some ideas? Like, but there's nothing. This is like grossly underserviced population, I would say, are the quote-unquote high-functioning autistic people of the world. But if you're listening and you're autistic and you're quote-unquote high functioning, you already know this. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going on a rant, a tangenty rant, and I'm sorry, but executive dysfunction. I should have known about this, um, but I didn't. But here's what it is. I got a definition off of the internet, and it says... Executive dysfunction is a term used to describe the range of cognitive, behavioral, and emotional difficulties, which often occur as a result of another disorder or a traumatic brain injury. Individuals with executive dysfunction struggle with planning, problem solving, organization, and time management. So let's just look at those at those four aspects that were just thrown out there planning i am a great planner in some aspects um but i feel like it depends on the type of plan being made and then there are layers like even if i appear like i'm doing a good job at the planning the planning can have many layers of d- executive dysfunction in there so like i did an episode um a little while back about vacations and trying to plan for a vacation being on the spectrum and how it takes me an entire day to book a hotel room that we're going to be staying in for one night so you may think like an outsider would be like, oh, well, Melissa is great at planning a trip because ahead of time she has it planned the location of the hotel and what restaurants they're going to eat in and what activities they're going to do and has found everything in a close proximity, you know, to make everything easier, blah, blah, la, la, la. But so that makes me seem like a good planner. But getting that plan done takes a ton of mental gymnastics and labor and time and fretting over what's the right decision, what's, you know, working things out, getting from point A to point B with my thoughts. Um, So planning can be planning can be difficult. It really can. Even if you're kind of good at it, it, there's still things about it that make it hard. Problem solving can go right into that. Um, I'm great at solving some types of problems, if it's a problem that can be solved by logic. Um, but when there's ambiguity in the problem, or there's a gray area, or there are too many options, that's where I stall out and I just can't. I'm like, my brain just freezes and is like, no, (laughs) not doing this. Sorry. Um, organization is another thing I have learned in my older years, sorry, I'm 41. I'm not really that old, but like in the last 10 years or so, I've progressively just gotten more and more and more and more organized because in my teens and twenties, I was not organized at all. I had a huge struggle, but, um, I learned how to become more organized because, Um, I can't, I guess being disorganized, having my space be disorganized is, um, just adds to the executive functioning problems because if I can't, I don't know where anything is. I feel, um, like I can't process things or move forward or get a task done. It's just like, so I've learned to be like, organized in the outward sense like my house is very organized I know where everything is that's come with a lot of time though and effort um I haven't always been like that um but organization otherwise like I don't have organized thoughts my thoughts are all over the place usually um I I have a hard time with like Organizing tasks sometimes and figuring out what the priority task should be and, um, executing accordingly and yeah. So organization, like on a surface level, I'm, I've gotten pretty good at it, but like I said, under the surface, there are many, many organizational struggles for me. Time management is the fourth one that they listed here. Um, I am actually hyper aware of the time usually. So I don't really fall into, I don't have a struggle with time management usually because I am always hyper aware of the time. Like I hate being late to places. The thought of being late makes me extremely anxious. It, it's to the point, I've seen a couple of people post memes about this actually, about like when you have a thing coming up that day and you like can't do anything else the whole time leading up to that because you're anticipating the thing coming up. Like if I have an appointment at 1pm, I find it difficult to get a lot done in my day prior to that appointment because I'm like, I know the appointment's coming. It's at one o'clock. And I need to be ready to leave my house by this time. Like I look it up, if it's somewhere I've never gone before, I look it up on Google maps. I'm like, how long will it take to get there? If it says 15 minutes, I'm like, I need to give myself 30 minutes. Cause what if there's like an accident or traffic or something happens, you know, like, I don't know. Um, so I'll give myself a, t- a set time when I have to leave. I'm like, okay, appointments at one. It takes 15 minutes to get there. So I should leave at 1230 to give myself extra time, which means I need to stop whatever I'm doing by like 12 so I can like go to the bathroom, maybe have a snack, make sure I have all my stuff, my water bottle, my keys, my sunglasses. So like already we're like an hour prior to the appointment. And so then I'm like, it's 8am and I'm like, okay. If I start a task, am I gonna be able to be finished with that task in time for noon when I have to start getting ready for this appointment? Oh, you know, just saying that out loud though, so maybe I do have a problem with time management in certain ways because you know, the hyper focus part and the getting engrossed in an activity um is very real for me. So I and coming to a stopping point before you're ready is very difficult. So like if I'm working on something that I'm super engrossed in and I'm like on a roll with it and I'm, I'm just going and 12 o'clock comes around, it's very stressful for me to drop that activity. I don't want to, I don't want to stop. I'm on a roll. And I feel like if I stop when I'm on a roll, I'm never going to get the roll back. And sometimes I don't often I can, but I just have to wait until the mood or the timing or the stars align. I don't know what it is, but like, so yeah, I guess maybe time management I'm, I'm good at and not so good at. Um, my partner who has ADHD has like a big struggle with time blindness. And before we knew that they were ADHD, which this is a recent diagnosis for them, but now I'm like, Oh, so obvious. Um, but they would be like, we so say we were like, had something to do at five p.m., and it would be three p.m. and they would be like, hey, we should go see a movie. Which for one, I cannot do because we didn't plan to see a movie today. This is <laughs> they're very they can be very spontaneous and I'm not spontaneous. I'm like, no, we didn't plan to see a movie today. Also, it's three o'clock and we have to be somewhere at five. And in their mind, it's like, oh yeah, but the movie's only an hour and a half long. But I'm like. The movie doesn't even start till three thirty, and then by the time it gets out it's five o'clock we're supposed to be somewhere at five o'clock you know it's just like I have to break it down for them and they're like oh yeah I guess you're right <laughs> and it's just it's hilarious the way our, our brains work so differently sometimes and yeah so anyway time management so the way that executive functioning problems can, so- can show up in my life are things like having to make a phone call. I will put off a phone call for as long as humanly possible. And uh, my, my mom recently got upset at me because if you listen to one of my recent episodes, I'm having a struggle with my doctor's office getting a referral put through. For me and I've been having to check in on it a lot and I hate it because I keep having a call back and talk to this lady and I just hate it I hate making phone calls hate it and I don't think my mom understands this because she just keeps getting like why aren't you calling why haven't you called you said you were gonna call Monday and now it's Thursday and I'm like I because I'm putting it off because I hate making phone calls because I'm putting it off that's the answer. Like I have no other answer besides the fact that I hate doing it and I don't want to do it and I will put it off at all costs. And I'll be like, Oh, it's 3.30 PM. It's kind of late to make a phone call. You know, I'll come up with a lame excuse. Like they don't close till five, but it's 3.30 and it's too late to make the phone call. I'll just put it on my list for tomorrow. And then uh, tomorrow I'll put it on my list for the next day. And then it just keeps going and going. But anyway, so making phone calls sucks. Why does it suck so much? You guys? Oh, it's the worst in line with this, scheduling appointments. I hate scheduling appointments. I get so much anxiety. I think partially it's because of the whole like pre-planning things aspect. It's like, okay, I need to make a dental appointment. I need to get my teeth cleaned. Today I'm feeling like, okay, that's a possibility in my life. I could totally go get my teeth cleaned. I will schedule it for this day. But then when that day comes, I may not be in a spot where I can get my teeth cleaned that day. You know what I mean? Like, or I w- don't want to, I'll usually, I'll go anyway. Cause I don't cancel appointments cause I'm too nice and I feel bad if I cancel appointments. So I'll just go and I'll be miserable. And like, so <laughs> scheduling appointments requires a lot of forethought, a lot of like, okay, like what day of the week is this going to be happening on? What do I usually do on those days of the weeks? what am i going to feel like is should this be a beginning of the week activity or an end of the week activity or a weekend activity scheduling appointments is horrible it's horrible i can't but i have to sometimes so i do and it's awful is anyone else like this someone help me paying bills on time is another one again as i've gotten older i've gotten a lot better at this because i've <laughs> there've been enough times where i've had like a thing where I've missed a bill and then you have to pay twice as much the next month and you're like pissed at yourself because you're like, shit, I don't have twice as much. (laughs) Or like you won't realize a bill's coming due and you don't have enough money in your account, you get an overdraft fee. Like stupid shit like that where you're like, oh, sorry, stupid crap like that. I try not to curse on this podcast. I don't know why. I usually have a potty mouth a little bit, but not a bad one, but words come out. It's fine. They're just words. But like, I feel like I want everyone to be comfortable listening and some people aren't comfortable with swear words. So I'm trying to be inclusive anyway. Sorry about my S word. Um, so paying bills on time. I've gotten a lot better at that, but it's still a struggle. I literally have a spreadsheet of all the bills that are due that are coming out, what day they're coming out, how much they are month by month. And I have to like go in and look at it a few times a month and check things off and make sure I have enough in my account and blah, 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 all the things. So I've, I've created a workaround, but it's still hard. Also, sometimes I forget to check my spreadsheet. So, like, on the months where I'm on it and I, like, remember to go in there a few times and, like, look at my bank and look at the spreadsheet and whatever, but sometimes a whole month will go by and I'll be like, (gasps) I made the spreadsheet, but I forgot to look at the spreadsheet. Time went by, the whole month went by, and oops, I forgot. So, that's happened, but that doesn't happen very often anymore. I'm pretty good about it now. Um... Another thing that I talked about a minute ago, like getting lost in an interest and forgetting that regular life exists. I feel like that's a big executive functioning thing Um, because you need to be able to plan tasks out and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to spend an hour on this. And not spend the entire day on it and forget to eat and forget to drink water and forget that there are other people in the world existing. Uh, yeah. Um, another one that's hard for me, which seems like it would be easy and simple, is getting gas in my car. I hate getting gas. I wish, so I remember when I was a kid, there were full service stations, where you could just, you pulled up to the full service pump and the person would come out and pump your gas for you. (laughs) This makes me sound lazy. I think part of it is a germ thing. I don't like touching the handle or the buttons on the, the thing, the squeezy, the, what's it called? Pump. Sorry. (laughs) The gas pump. It's early in the morning, you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, the gas pump, uh, i don't like touching it i don't like and i really don't like the smell of gasoline and i have a super sensitive sense of smell so like getting gas is sort of like a negative sensory activity for me i don't like the way it smells i don't like the way my hand feels after it's touched the pump i can feel the germs on there guys i really can it's like how many people have touched that pump throughout the day when was the last time it got cleaned never I really liked during COVID that you saw a lot of people wearing gloves to handle things like that, which made me feel like I was allowed w- because normally I wouldn't do that. Cause I'm like, this makes me look weird, but I'm like, look at everyone else wearing gloves. I can wear a glove to pump my gas. Actually, it's funny because my son sent me a text message. He's 23. So he's a little older. I don't, I haven't really, I don't think I've really talked about him much on the podcast yet. So anyway, he sent me a text message one day that shows how well he knows me. He's like, Hey, I just saw a guy using a grocery bag as a glove to handle the gas pump. And I thought of you and I was like, Oh man. Yeah, it's me. So anyway, that is a hard one. But also like the planning required to put gas in your car is like you usually so we live out of town now so like usually I'm planning a trip to town and I gotta plan around like the other activities that I'm doing I gotta pick which gas station to go to there's just a lot involved with getting gas I wish gas could just like not be a thing I need to maybe I don't know I was gonna say get an electric car but you still have to like charge those and stuff don't you I don't know I don't know very much about electric cars maybe I need a Prius so I just don't like it or like a you know, what are those? Like a eco car. So you don't have to like fill up gas as often. That'd be good. Maybe I'll go that route. I don't know. Anyway. So this place where I looked up executive dysfunction on the Google also had a list of, um, things that says in everyday life, executive dysfunction show up, shows up in things like (laughs) The first thing is the ability to, quote, go with the flow if plans change. (laughs) Cannot do that, guys. Don't change the plan. I cannot go with the flow. Sorry, just can't. The next one is doing homework when you really want to go outside and play. So in my adult life when I was in college, I was pretty good at staying on top of my homework because I am very type A. For one the subject I was studying was super interesting to me. So it wasn't really hard. It was kind of a special interest type of thing. So, um, it was fine. But if there ever was like a subject that I didn't like, or an assignment that I didn't like, uh, I knew my GPA was very important to me. I'm kind of an overachiever and a perfectionist. So I feel like that would overrule everything with homework in college. Um, but I feel like in my younger years, this really was a thing. Like, because I didn't, I want to do an episode about this, but I did not do well in high school. Not because I didn't have the intellect to do well, but because I've really know now that it was probably because of, for one, um, emotional struggles and for two executive functioning struggles. So this like doing homework when you really want to go outside to play, that was my life in high school. Like I didn't want to do my homework. It was boring. I didn't know how to manage it. And I went out and quote-unquote played a lot, however you play as a teenager. And, uh, yeah. Oops, didn't do too well. So, the next one is remembering to take all of your books and homework home. So, this was a big thing for me also growing up. Um, I would often forget my books. I would often misplace homework. I would often, um not know so this is where I wish I sort of had some help instead of just getting in trouble because my parents would ask me do you have any homework and I would say I don't know and they would be like my dad would get mad and he'd be like how do you not know you were at school how do you not know if you have homework weren't you listening in class and it would be like I don't know how I don't know I just don't know like, I don't know. Do I have homework? Like, I didn't know how to manage all of my classes starting in junior high when you had multiple classes. That's when I started going downhill. I didn't know how to manage all of it. That's a lot, six classes in a day. Um, so, I definitely relate to that. I also, this goes in line with me being um, banned from kind of every library that I've ever set foot into because I will check out library books and then I will forget to return them ever and then they suspend my library card and then I'm too embarrassed to bring the books back like a year later when I find them or when I remember about them and it's a terrible terrible experience and I'm a horrible library patron I'm sorry every library I've ever been to um what's okay the next one is recalling what you need to pick up at the store Mm. I'm actually pretty good at this because I have somewhat of a like photographic memory when it comes to my pantry and my fridge. I can like remember what's in there and remember what I need. But also, I think <laughs> what happens is we are a same foods family. So we eat the same meals all of the time. And so I'm kind of on auto autopilot at the store. I know exactly the ingredients and the things that we need each week. And, uh, so that makes shopping a lot easier and I always go to the same stores and I always know where everything is. So, but there have been occasions where, um, I've been making something that I'm not used to making, or I need to pick up something that I hadn't planned on. And if it's not on a list, I will not remember. Even if like I'm on my way to the store and my partner texts me like, Hey, pick up this thing for me. This just happened the other day. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I, by the time I got in the store, which was five minutes later, I forgot. So I don't know what that says about me, but I guess it means that I have executive functioning problems according to this list. The next thing on the list is, there's two more things left. So the next thing is, um, following complex or detailed requests or instructions. Okay, guys, this is yes. 100% verbal instructions that are complex I cannot do can't process um my partner is very good at like um they were a personal trainer for years they have a really good brain for like um like fitness type of stuff and we'll be talking about like a certain workout and they'll be just like rattling off to me like what the workout is and like what the, the reps were and like what the, the, the and I'm in the fitness world too so I should like know all of this stuff but I have to be like whoa you need to slow down I didn't get any of that like that was too many numbers and words and whatever flying at me I need to be able to like close my eyes visualize what you're saying I cannot process last night I was trying to register for classes because I decided I'm going to take a couple college classes and see how that goes because I want to, I think I want to go a new direction. If you listen to my self-employment pros and cons episodes, you'll know why, but I don't know. So I did, I, I registered for a class. The process to register at a community college is ridiculous. I was like, this is so much information and I had to go to like this different page and that different page and then wait for this email and register here with this number and then go in and fill out this application but then you're going to get another email with a different number but this is not your student ID number but save this number for this other thing and I'm just like what is happening my by the time I got it done last night I felt like my brain was going to explode it was so much thinking I had like 50 tabs open on my browser window and I was just like I can't and this was to register for one goddamn class sorry my profanities again this was to register for one class at the community college oh you guys anyway last one on this list Being able to plan and execute a project. (laughs) So we're back to the planning thing. I already explained my problems with planning. And I talked about this in my also episode about the pros and cons of being self-employed is, oh man, I can plan a project all day long. Um, Most of the time, if it's something I'm interested in. If it's not, or if it's something that makes me anxious, like a wedding, because my partner and I are engaged And we started trying to plan a wedding, which I don't even want a wedding. I want to elope. And so does my partner. I don't know why we're even planning a wedding. I think it's for other people, which I don't think we're going to do now. But anyway, more on that later. But the the process of trying to plan a wedding was so anxiety-inducing for me. I'm like, I, I just, I couldn't. I couldn't even begin the first step to planning that. So that was a thing, but like, if it's something to do with my business or something to do with my kids, Oh man, you don't know how many chore charts I've made for my kids or, um, marketing plans I've made for my business. Like if it's a plan that I'm interested in or that I'm excited about, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this. I will plan the crap out of it. But then the execution part is where I kind of fail most of the time, um, There have been times when my execution has been strong, but it's few and far between. Usually um, my interest kind of wanes after the planning part's over and I have to stick to like a particular uh, schedule or plan and it just, it, it doesn't, it always just falls through. It always does. That's just how it is. So anyway, that's the end of the list. That's my story on why executive functioning is hard for me. Ooh, this has been kind of a long episode. I don't drink coffee, but it's early in the day. Um, and I feel kind of energized this morning and maybe I'm just a little more talkative than usual. Some days I am some days I can be very, very talkative. This was one of those days. So thanks for listening. If you can relate to any of this stuff, I would love to hear from you. You can email me. My email is in the show notes and my Instagram account also. And I don't know. I think that's all I have to say about this. The ending, I don't ever know how to end things. I'm this way on phone calls too, or like in in person also. Do you guys have a problem ending conversations or knowing when to say bye or how to say bye? I do, obviously. Okay, so I'm just going to end this. Okay, bye.